All right, and we're back once again. This is Ethan Envy's Wrestling With Words. This is Severing Sounds, part two. And, of course, Carla is back. Welcome back. Hello. Thanks for having me back. So excited to do part two part of uh, uh, Severing Sounds. Uh, the greatest name to a playlist ever. <laughs> to, a, to a horror slash Halloween-inspired playlist. Yes. So this is kind of a last-minute thing. Um I think what I texted you what a week ago, week and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was like, well, October's around the corner, so if we're gonna do it, let's just you know kind of do it now. But it uh, turned out really good. Like when I was listening to it, well, when I looked at it, I think last week, and then um, when I was listening to it today, listening to it today, I was like, it's cool because it's not obvious. Like it's not like mm-hmm. oh. Halloween party, we're going to listen to, like, these songs or whatever, <laughs> or, like, it's Halloween, we're going to listen to these bands. Like, it's not August, and I think that's what's really cool about it. So, I dig it. I actually really, really like it. I think we got a good mix in this time around. Yeah, yeah we um, did. We did, we did. So, I think, uh, I mean, we started off with one, um, basically, Michael Jackson, Threatened. Yeah. Uh, this is off the Invincible album. So, from 2001. Yeah, great album. Mm-hmm. Underrated album. Yeah. And, um, Threatened, I, you know, this is probably one of those songs that I haven't really heard much about. And then I, um, this is featured on one of the most, like, uh, recent releases. They re-released, you know, uh, songs that were inspired or, um, have, like, a Halloween influence. And this was one of them. And I listen to it, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So, um, it's definitely a gritty song. Yeah, it's a great opener, and it's like, it's such a, like, uh, uh, a great alternative to, like, Thriller, because everybody obviously goes to Thriller, but I think Michael has a lot of other songs that are, um, I guess, um, cinematic in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a good one. It's really funny because, um, when I heard when I was listening to it, I was like, I know I've heard this song before. Um, like I, I know I've heard it. Where have I heard it? Like what album have I heard it um in? And as it was going, I was like, Hey, I know this song. Like I remember getting that album. Well my brother got it when it came out and it was like on heavy rotation. Um, so yeah, no, it's a it's a great alternative to thriller. I know everybody always kinda goes to that, but great, mm-hmm. great uh great alternative, good opener. Yeah, so last, in the first uh, Severing Sounds, we closed with Thriller, so yeah. uh, we opened with uh, with Threatened on this one. We move on to uh, Ghost with Hunter's Moon. Uh, this is also my pick as well as Threatened. Um, yeah. This song just came out, I want to say, a week, a week ago or so, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Appropriate. Uh, um, it is actually going to be featured or... It's part of the soundtrack for the Halloween Kills movie. Oh, uh, no way. Yeah, so this is specifically done for that for that film. Cool. Um, and the, the music video is great. Um, relates to it a lot. Um, but yeah, no, I... Ghost has been one of those bands that's kind of just been creeping up for a number of years. And mm-hmm. I think they've, they've remained consistent. Uh, they changed their sound a little bit, but... Yeah. Um, this definitely goes with, you know, their most recent work, and I've been really into it. And uh, yeah, I had to include this one in this one, in the playlist. 
yeah, that's some. And now that you say about Halloween, um, it makes sense because I get some like intense like eighties eighties vibes from this. Yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so I it, it makes sense, but um, the vocals are great in this. Um, it's a cool song. I've never heard it before. Um, admittedly, I only know like two ghost songs, so yeah. <laughs> um, they caught my attention uh, when they first came out. Uh, just because you know their look overall look is just intense um but yeah this is a cool song and and uh, i'm looking forward to watching the movie eventually so it kind of it's a little more of a popular ghost song but then yeah, kind of in the breakdown it goes it gets heavier for sure uh, which i like it they they kind of mix mix it up a little bit so um yeah, yeah. it wasn't originally going to be in this playlist and then this one <laughs> It came out right on time when we decided to make this, so I was like, oh, perfect song. So. Oh, I mean. uh, next up, we had Anthrax with Blood Eagle Wings. Yeah, good old Anthrax. Uh, this is off one of their more recent uh, albums. Um, I remember my mom actually got this album. Oh, and, cool. And um, she obviously played it a lot, and so I would always hear, hear this song. Um, so this is like one of my favorite songs. Oh, um, that's awesome. That's I, pretty cool. Yeah, I love the, the opening where the bass line kicks in. Yes, yes. Um, I've always loved that part. Um, and then it's, just, you know, it's an anthrax, anthrax song, so it's, it's, it's great. Gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be loud. It's going to be good. Um, I think the last metal show I like went to was Anthrax. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like. I don't know. I don't remember how many years ago that was. Like maybe I don't know. Like say like five years ago. Um, it was like around Valentine's Day. One of my friends just like called me and he was like, "Oh, like there's a Anthrax show. You want to come with me?" And I was like, "Sure." So we went. Um, and so I appreciated this because I was like, "Hey, like that's the last like you know like show that really got me going." Um, and uh, shout out to uh, Scott Ian and his math skills every time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I did see them in what was it, 2016. Uh, it was Ozfest, I think. Oh, it was, it was cool! Oz, it was that Ozfest not fest where they did uh, one night each. Um, you know what? Yeah. It was when I last saw them. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like February twenty sixth. February, yeah, because it was like Valentine's Day. So yeah, it it was around Valentine's Day. So yeah, it was twenty sixteen also. Okay, nice, nice. So I saw them in September. It was a short set, unfortunately, because it was a festival, and um, mm-hmm. I think they were running behind, so they weren't able to play a full set uh, but they didn't play the song they did you know they played the hits so um, it was cool. a cool show i was biting to this i was like it, it took me back yeah <laughs> yeah it took me back so i was definitely i was at work when i was listening to to the playlist and just kind of jotting down some notes and i was i was vibing to this for sure nice um another song a song that i was vibing to and i was glad you chose this one uh, the eagles <laughs> uh witchy women or as yeah. uh, they say in Seinfeld, because actually there's an episode of Seinfeld uh, that revolves around the Eagles. Uh, oh, that's they, great. I need to see that. They say uh, witch woman. So, um, <laughs> but no, this is a great song. Uh, obviously, what, 70s, 70s, 80s? Um, 70s. So um, it just reminds, every time I listen to the song, it reminds me of that episode. So I enjoy <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, this is, one of my favorite songs, period. Like, I love the Eagles. Um, and obviously, you know, upon listening to it, everybody just kind of thinks, like, you know, it's like a 
the seventies song, right? Um, but I think that it could very easily be integrated into a horror film. Mm-hmm. Like it could work. Um, so I think it goes either way. You could just vibe to it, like you know, kind of get that uh, uh, like that certain kind of feel that the Eagles give you, right? Or you can, you know kind of look at it in the in like oh this fits into a horror film like easily right um and mm. i don't know about it um it's a, it's a great song and i'm very excited that i made the playlist <laughs> yeah very excited it was on indeed um <laughs> judas priest uh metal meltdown and it very much lives up to that name uh, yes <laughs> i this was the first time i had heard of this um and yeah just it's a great song uh <laughs> Throughout the entire time. Um, yeah, so what do you like about this song? I actually love this song so much. <laughs> uh, one of my best friends introduced me to this song when we were in high school. Um, and I, I mean, like, my parents, well, my dad and my aunt listened to Judas Priest when, like, you know, they were in their 20s or whatever. Um, but I didn't know this song. Um, and I just, she, I remember she showed it to me, and I was just like, wow, like, this is amazing. Like, like, it just like melted my brain. <laughs> it it fits the name perfectly. Exactly, it fits the name perfectly. Um, but I don't know. The song just gets me. Like the guitars and everything just gets me so hyped every time. Um, and uh, that little point, it's like three minutes in. It goes on for like an entire minute, which is just like probably the most intense part of the song. I think it's like one of the top like moments in like recorded music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just so amazing and it always leaves me in awe just how like intense it is mm-hmm. um but um yeah and, and kind of how, relating a little bit to like your or going back to like your anthrax story like i i saw them in 2010 it was a festival also um and they didn't play it and i was so upset because this is by far my favorite Judas free song um and they didn't play it so i was just like ah oh, like that sucks but um rob's voice to me is just like it invokes a little bit of that horror film like feeling a little bit mm-hmm. just, like his his uh voice is made for like metal right and like metal i feel like sometimes kind of gets um conflated a little bit with like horror movies and you know scary movies or whatever so i thought it was perfect for this playlist he's got an iconic voice for sure um definitely. obviously a major influence in uh, the metal community so yeah definitely and uh just a little bit of, uh, I guess, music history. I believe Rob was, like, the first person to, like, wear all the, like, leather and stuff. Um, and and I think people just kind of, like, took it from there. Like, it became, you know, what it is now, right? Like, the leather jackets, the, the, the chokers and all of that. Like, that was all Rob, so. Interesting. Rob. <laughs> didn't, know, didn't know that, but, yeah, no, I mean, now everyone, yeah, wears that, so. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, another iconic voice uh, comes from uh, Nirvana with Kurt Cobain, yeah. obviously. Uh, this is something in the way. Uh, kind of a, I guess it's, it's it's a deep cut. I mean, considering yeah. all the hits they have. Um, this song, I've been listening to it for a while. Yeah. Um, it's very brooding, yeah. um, which is why I think it fits so well in this playlist. Um, yeah. And Kurt's voice is just so good in this Um, it feels uh i guess i mean it feels natural it feels authentic um just kind of it flows throughout the entire song um 
so yeah yeah that's why i chose yeah it. yeah this is a this is a, a an amazing song uh any day of, of the week any time of the month um <laughs> any time of the year um but uh this like his voice is just so haunting in this and like i don't think it was well maybe it was meant to be but i know that when um they were recording the song um they wanted him to go or he wanted to go in the booth or whatever but he was like lying down and kind of mumbling the song and i guess um the producer or whatever was like actually don't go anywhere just sing it from there oh that's great <laughs> like like it like your voice sounds great that way um and so it, it kind of gives this very like you know uh like very lazy kind of feeling right mm. um but it's very haunting um and just like um some of the songs before i can totally see this in a movie trailer <laughs> um, uh well fun fact here um this was in a movie tra trailer last year oh. um i think it picked up some steam because i i'm sure i'd probably heard the song before but i really didn't start listening to it a lot until uh, the trailer it's actually from the Oh, I guess the upcoming Batman trailer or movie. Oh, no way. Yeah, so go watch it. They kind of like remixed it a little bit, but it's basically it starts off the same way. Oh, um, I need to go see it because you know what? Mm, I've kind of, I, I feel like I have seen the trailer, but I always have all my stuff on like mute. <laughs> oh, got you. Um, yeah, so I may have missed that, but now I need to go see that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it came out last. The trailer came out last year. I want to say is like a. It was a sneak peek. I don't think it was an official trailer. Yeah, sneak peek. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's it plays throughout the. the oh. The peak, so. I'm gonna pull that up. I'm starting to play the playlist by accident here. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up. Um, we've got the Rolling Stones with yes. "Sympathy for the Devil." I mean, is this? Their most iconic song, one of the most iconic songs. What iconic for sure. Yeah, definitely one of the most iconic songs. Um this song is really uh interesting and the reason why I chose it um was because uh I had this really cool English teacher in college um that made us read the Before Vendetta like graphic novel. Mm yeah and um that was one of like our assigned readings and i remember we were watching the movie and i don't remember if it was in the movie in the graphic novel or both but there's a part where um or she pulled up a youtube video maybe i don't remember but it's like i remember very like vividly looking at the lyrics and just kind of getting this like bone chilling like sensation mm. because paid attention to the lyrics before like closely right and if you pay attention closely like it talks about basically like a supernatural being or like a like the devil almost right mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um and that's meant to be literal or it's supposed to be like a metaphor for something else um but the, the lyrics are just very intense and so like it made me see the song in a different way um as opposed to just this like weird song from the Rolling Stones, like it, the, the lyrics, just really paying close attention to the lyrics, made me just see it in a very different way. And I remember kind of being a little like disturbed <laughs> mm -hmm. while I was like 
like looking at the lyrics and like you know whatever or we were in class and so that always kind of stuck by me and um yeah that's really a reason why I chose it and I was like that's so perfect that's like one of the only songs that has ever actually like disturbed me to the point where I was like that's a little scary <laughs> definitely um, intense yeah uh, it's been covered by a few bands, I believe. Guns N' Roses covered uh, yeah. this song, as well as Motorhead covered them in yeah. the last album. And I mean, like I said, the lyrics are just like intense, so I can I can see the appeal in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, returning band to the Severing Sounds playlist, uh, Misfits. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can't have a complete playlist without the Misfits. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Last Caress is a song. Um, so I know this song because Metallica covered it. Oh, really? And they're, uh, it's on their Garage Days or Damn Garage Inc. Uh, album. So um, that's how I know the song. I've heard ah, of it. Okay, um, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, this song, like many other <laughs> songs, um, they always just make... Uh, there's always just something really like cool and I guess like kind of like they make killing somebody sound sweet. <laughs> well, I mean, and they talk about raping someone too, right? In this one, yeah, yes. yeah. And it's like it's obviously like the subject matter is like horrible and right. like not like cool in any way. But like when you hear the song, um, the way that it's like sung or whatever, like even just like the maybe the cadence or the, the voice, whatever, like it kind of almost sounds like a, like some 1950s song or something, you know, mm-hmm. like obviously there's like the punk element to it or whatever, but it just sounds like, you know, not what it, what it's really about. <laughs> so it's just, uh, yeah, it's always really interesting to get, and there's another song like that in this playlist that we'll, we'll get to, but um, I have just always, uh, I always admire when bands can do that, when, like, you know, the song sounds sweet and it sounds nice and, like, oh, this is something I'm into, and then you really play close attention to the lyrics, and you're just like, oh, that's messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, horrible. Um, but, it, yeah, no, it's a good song, for sure. Um, one of the shorter songs as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, I mean, that's what kind of a lot of punk punk songs are right a lot of shorter you yeah. kind of fast and easy but they get the message across <laughs> definitely uh next up uh, star crawler excuse me with uh, chicken woman um but what i like about this song this is a, one of their like earlier songs um and i we we talked about them before mentioned yep. that i've seen them live before and stuff um and they're they're a great band um the music video to this is intense um the, the lead singer covered him drenched in blood and everything a very oh. texas chainsaw massacre-esque oh, I didn't see that. yeah so it's pretty intense um you know i like their style of music because it sounds like they've been around for a long time especially mm-hmm. with this song mm-hmm. which they're not they i mean like i said they've been around for like maybe five or six years oh wow yeah they're, they're not that you know old um but they 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 sound like they've been around forever, which I like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that you say that. Um, some of it, there's something about it that reminded me of Sabbath a little bit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's a good comparison there. Yeah. Especially with this song here. 
Um, and we'll talk about Black Sabbath in a little bit. But um, yeah. no, yeah, I chose this one because it automatically when I heard this, I'm like, okay, yeah, it, remind, it brought me back to the music video. I haven't seen it in a while, but uh, it, it just reminded me of those images. I'm like, oh, that's perfect for um, for the playlist as well as the, the title. I mean, Chicken Woman. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah it, uh, the the kick with the drums um, at the beginning, like it kind of sets up like a tempo or whatever. It's pretty. I that caught my attention. Mm-hmm. That's what really caught my attention. And as I kept listening, I was like, oh, it's kind of reminds me of Sabbath. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, next up. You get a band uh, that's been that was around for you know <laughs> the what the seventies, sixties, seventies. Um, the Doors. People are strange. Of course, we have to put it on this playlist. Yeah, self-explanatory, right? <laughs> People are strange. Like, gotta has to make the list. Um, kind of reminds me. Well, anytime I hear the song, um, it, it's really not any. I actually really like The Doors, and it's not one of my favorite songs in the least, but mm-hmm. um, it does remind me of Lost Boys and just, like, like vampire imagery, I guess, at this point. Um, but I do strongly dislike the cover uh, um, that comes out in Lost Boys. <laughs> no. Like, Like, I always think, like, why didn't they just get the original song? Like, were they not able to clear it? Like, what's the backstory there? Because I hate that cover. I'm sorry to the people that covered it, but I hate it. Um, I have to listen to this cover now. Yeah, it's not... I don't know. I don't know what it is about it that I just don't like. Um, But, yeah, this song just always kind of, um, I guess, uh, brings up memories of... uh, like vampires and just like dark imagery um but i don't know if anybody remembers this but like in like the early 2000s there was i'm pretty sure this was the song that was in it there was a kodak commercial for like the disposable cameras and for whatever reason they just got a bunch of like goth people to be in it (laughs) (laughs) and i if i remember correctly this was the song that they used so i also just you know kind of think back to that (laughs) I'm sure that's been used in a few different uh, commercials for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That that sounds like it would be a song for that. Yeah, I'm actually gonna look that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> While you do that, uh, we're gonna move on to AFI covering uh, Halloween. I mean, yeah. they covered uh, what is it, Misfits, right? So uh, yeah, last last yeah. year, last year we had the Misfits version of Halloween. And this year, it decided to put an AFI's version of Halloween. Yeah, it's like the ultimate creepy band. Like, I remember like AFI's like um like their um, earlier like records, earlier like CDs just had like all the uh, uh what do you call it? Like the Halloween like uh, covers, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was off the All Hallows Eve EP, I believe. Um. And yeah, they, I mean, they added another what, like minute and a half to the song, um, which I thought was interesting. Um, <laughs> just kind of these these creepy sounds at the end. I don't know what the best word to yeah. describe it. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was it, it kind of lingered a bit, which is it, it kind of fit, I guess, the tone and the, the theme. Um, yeah, definitely. But you know, I, I like this cover of AFI's. Yeah, it's a good cover. Yeah, it's a good cover. So uh, that we we'd include Halloween once again this year. Yeah, I feel like Halloween has to be in any like 
Halloween playlist or like Halloween inspired playlist. It's just mm -hmm. a classic song. Uh, we could have chosen multiple AFI songs for, for this one. I know you threw yeah. out uh, one. I was thinking of a couple of other ones as well, but uh, let's throw this one in. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Black Sabbath with Children of the Grave. Yes, classic Sabbath moment. Um, I feel like that's another band that just like has to be in any like Halloween inspired, um, you know, playlist. Uh, the Prince of Darkness. Um, mm -hmm. But so the, the reason I chose this, um, it reminds me of a time that my best friend and I, like, we were fresh out of high school, um, and we didn't have Halloween plans. Like, like we never really do, right? Like to this day, I never really have Halloween right, plans. Right. Yeah. And I, <laughs> but. I'm more of like stay at home and watch movies, right? Uh, like Halloween movies. Um, and I remember we drove around like our neighborhoods, just like blasting like Sabbath, like out of the car uh, car windows on Halloween. And um, we found some like fellow metalheads like on the street just walking, and obviously we're blasting Sabbath, and they just like stopped in the middle of the street and just started headbanging in the middle of the street. <laughs> so it was just a fun moment, a fun Halloween moment. Um, and yeah, that's why I chose Children of the Grave. I have to pick a Sabbath song to kind of go along. I love the drums in this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just a great song. Yeah. I feel like uh, it's just one of those songs that you kind of have to play like loudly because it's just like, it's just a great song. Mm -hmm. uh, glad I got to see them before they... Uh, uh, yeah, that's a band I didn't get to see, which I'm bummed about because I would have loved to have seen Sabbath with my dad. My dad loves Sabbath. Mm. Um, yeah, but we, we never got to, so but good. We still have the records. So, so how the records, YouTube is out there. Exactly. Um, so. uh, actually, well, I saw this band along with Sabbath the same weekend. Again, oh. Notfest and uh, Not yeah. Ozfest. Uh, Slipknot, Vermilion uh, Part 2. Vermilion Part 2. This is such a great song, too. Um uh, honestly, all the songs I chose are songs that I just really, really love. Um, but this song, uh, the melody is just amazing. It's just another one of those like really slow, really haunting songs. Um, ironically, I first heard this uh, song in the Underworld Evolution soundtrack um, oh, in nice. like 2005. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I just fell in love with it. I was just like, this is Slipknot? Like, what? <laughs> Um, but yeah, love this song. When you sent me a song and I and I listened to it, I was like, I was expecting, you know, a, a traditional, uh, a loud uh, Slipknot song, and I'm like, oh, this is not what I expected. Uh, but yeah. no, it's great. Yeah, yeah, great song, great, great song. And you know, it kind of goes. I mean, we, we get a little breaks here with some acoustic stuff, uh, some different stuff mixing it in with the heavier stuff, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's a good it's a good mix. Like we said earlier, I think it's a there's a lot of uh, loud, quiet, loud moments. Mm -hmm. or loud, yeah, loud, quiet, loud moments. Yeah, that, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, did I say that correctly? <laughs> you did, you did. Um, next up, we have Black Audio with Anointed. This one was one of the I think the last songs I chose. Um, it's again two fourths of AFI. Yeah. Um, doing kind of their their electronic stuff. Davy's voice, I guess, when it builds up. Um, yeah. It's I just I thought it fit perfectly. 
um, yeah. here, just kind of building up, and then obviously gets heavier, and then the electronic sounds. Um, electronic and, like, synth sounds always yeah. work well with, like, Halloween or horror. They do. They very much do. And I think it, it's really funny because, like, this is half of, like, you know, uh, AFI, and I think that uh, David brings, like, you know, like, that very, like, haunting, very, like, you know, like, spooky, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, parts to Black Audio and Jade, I think it's just a very, like, electronic, you know, and right. putting, using those two together is just, it gives, you know, Black Audio their their sound, and it's pretty cool. It's a deeply underrated band, deeply, deeply underrated band. I was so excited when when they, um, you know, made their big, big debut in, like, what, 2007 or so? Um, yeah, just amazing, uh, uh, you know, a duo, and yeah, it's a great song. Um, I'm very excited to have some electronic in here. I think it's really cool to see that uh, at least two members of the band are still able to work together on a completely different project. Yeah. And do, like, a different sound completely. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like Dave's really good at, like, uh, bouncing around bands, like, creating his own, like, side projects. Like, what's the name of his other side project? I can't think of it right now. Well, he has but, a f- he has a few of them. I know. Well, Dream Car was one of them with uh, yeah, Dream Car. The, the yeah, members, the, yeah, the members like, of No Doubt. Um, yeah, they haven't done anything since their first album, so I don't know if they're still. Uh, I don't know if they're still doing anything, but um, I know he was yeah. a part of another band. I think Extreme was another one. Oh. Um, but yeah, now he he's a very versatile. Uh, yeah, artists. but I feel like he always brings that, like, you know, um, Davey Havoc, so there's going to be a it's, little bit of... Uh, it's his voice you know. still. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, another iconic band making their return to the playlist, My Chemical Romance. Yes. Uh, early yes. sunsets over uh, Monroeville. Yeah, genius track, fabulous. Best track on the playlist. Um, <laughs> of course, but, uh, of course. <laughs> um but no this song i um adore it's on uh their first album um bullets um and it's kind of the same deal that i was talking about with misfits right where they make killing their significant other sound romantic (laughs) like the melody just fools you Mm -hmm. um because you know it sounds all sweet and like slow and like oh what is this a love song and you hear Gerard Way's like voice it sounds very like you know like melodic it's very like sweet but it's really about killing like a significant other because I believe they turn into a zombie it, it's basically uh inspired by John of the Dead um nice hence Roeville so um yeah it's a it's a great zombie track <laughs> I think uh what last year we used vampires right vampires so. yeah yeah so their first album it has a lot of uh like horror film references um so their one was about vampires this one's about zombies so yeah good old my chem with the imagery <laughs> i liked uh i liked his vocals uh when he was kind of i guess screaming but it, it felt yeah. very raw <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess more back, a little bit of music history, backstory. Um, I think when they were recording this album, um, he had like an abscess on his tooth or something. And so he was like heavily medicated and in pain. So mm. I think that's where a lot of like the rawness comes from uh, in a lot of like the the music and, and or a lot of the vocal uh, 
vocal tracking in, in, in this album. So still pretty great, still awesome, still iconic. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. The next one, uh, The Horrors with Little Victories. Yes, this is also a really good song that um, I first came across when I was in, in high school. Um, the song I really wanted to choose uh, to, to for this playlist is actually Death at the Chapel from the same album, but it, it's, I don't think it's available on Spotify. Oh, um, really? Yeah, so I think for, because I was like, okay, like, I love this song, but this isn't the one. Like, there's another song they have that's really great, but um, it's uh, you're, it's not available on Spotify. Like, it's there, but it's, like, blacked out. Yeah. Not, like, yeah. I get to a playlist, yeah. So, um, but this one's really great, though, and I love, like, I, I think the reason why I chose this one, too, is, like, that really creepy organ in the beginning. Yes, that's um, what it is. That's what, yeah. I was trying to figure out what it was, but yeah. Yeah it's like that super creepy organ and i think the singer's voice just kind of adds to the creepiness a little bit um so yeah and um, i think their look they look completely different now but when they first came out they had this like super bizarre dark look that was just so cool um so yeah it's just a deeply underrated band with really good music i feel like they do a really good job of changing it up with each album um and yeah little victories great song how old are they? Like, how long have they been around? I think they came out in like '05, okay. or at least they blew up. I'm sure they were a band even, you know, uh, longer than that. But I remember, if I remember correctly, they kind of blew up around 2005 or so. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, I like this song because it, it sounds like it's like from the '80s or something. It does. Yeah, yeah. I think they have a lot of like '80s influence. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely have some '80s influence. Um, yeah, and like I, I love like their their uh, use of like organ or synth or anything um, that they that they end up using. It's just the I don't know what their influences are, but whatever they are, they they mesh them very very well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the next artist we have is Cage the Elephant with the Unforgiven. Um, yeah, this was. Uh, a recent release, obviously, off the Metallica Blacklist, which is an album full of Metallica songs uh, yeah. performed by different artists. Different artists. Um, this is a song I've been looking forward to just because uh, it combines two of my favorite bands. Um, yeah. And I love Cage the Elephant's uh, version of this just because it sounds like Cage the Elephant. Yeah. It sounds creepy. Yeah. It, it's... You know, at first, when I first heard it, I thought, okay, because they kind of keep the same sound. Um, what's his name? Uh, right. Matt. Matt, the singer, kind of keeps his voice at the same kind of tempo the entire time. Uh, but then I'm like, I listen to it over and over again. I'm like, oh, you know, it, it works with the song. Um, and then the rest of the instruments, the rest of the band, uh, it, they make it sound exactly like Cage the Elephant song. It fits perfect on one of their albums. Yeah, it does. It's um, it's a really good cover. Like I had a hard time with a lot of the covers, but I think this is one of those that's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, it's, like I was listening to it, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then, but I just couldn't shake the fact that like the vocals were just creepy because they're kind of like monotone, monotone to a, to a degree. Um, yes, that's like, that's a good word for of, it. Yeah, they stay in like one level, and it's just it's cool. Um, and for you to like you know, 
out creep Metallica. <laughs> it's like, the song so, itself is like, creepy as it is, and then yeah, you know, Cage the Elephant um, has kind of been known to do that. I mean, if you watch their music videos too, they add those elements to it. Um, yeah, it was striking in a in a very in a subtle but very you know good way. And and we've talked about the Unforgiven being our favorite song on the yeah. Black Album. Um, yeah. That was a previous episode, so go check that out if you haven't. Um, but yeah, no, of course, uh, had to include this song here. I uh, would love to hear more uh, Cage the Elephant cover, covering some some good bands here. Definitely, definitely. Uh, next up, we had Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds with Cannibal's Hymn. Um, Nick Cave is just uh, an interesting artist uh, yeah. that can do a number of different things. Um, but what I like about this one is it's kind of the buildup. Um, mm-hmm. obviously his voice is, is, is a big part of why he's, you know, an iconic artist, but, uh, the buildup when the drums start kicking in, in this song. Yeah. And then obviously kind of talking about, uh, cannibalism and everything. So. Yeah. All I really have to add, and I think all anything ever really could say is that Nate King's voice is just amazing. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a cool song. I actually, um, I I liked it on on Spotify because it's something that I want to save. But um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nick Cave. I feel like again, one of those artists that needs to be in a playlist like this. It's mm-hmm. just the the voice, right? It's just great. Yeah, I wasn't actually originally going to use a song. I was going to choose another song. Um, I think Red Right Hand is the name of it. Uh, which is featured on a couple of of the Scream films. Oh, cool! Um, but I thought it was a little too uh, a little bit campy for for the playlist. Um, but no, I mean, Cannibal's Hymn, especially this album itself. Um, it's actually the only album I think I've listened to all the way through from Nick oh. Cave. But I really enjoy it. This is a really great album. Um, so I think definitely check it out. Um, we've have used. Uh, another song um, for a playlist off this album so oh yeah yeah this is probably something i'm gonna be listening to over the weekend because i that was definitely uh intrigued by this song and like i said i ended up uh i didn't want to lose track of it so i ended up liking on spotify um but yeah definitely some weekend definitely some weekend listening absolutely um and another song that's uh definitely has to be in a playlist uh, when you talk about uh, Halloween or horror or October, uh, it's uh, by Donovan. It's called Season of the Witch. Yeah, good old Season of the Witch. Um, I think just like with the Eagles, like it's a song you can vibe to. It's 60s. There's a 60s song that, you know, take it for what it is. Or, you know, you can change your perspective to it a little, uh, perspective to it a little bit and um, it becomes a little creepy. Um so yeah, this is a a great Donovan song that was on heavy rotation for me in my twenties. So <laughs> I just uh, I had to I had to pick this one. Um, yeah, I mean, don't know what else to say. It's an iconic song, obviously. Yeah. They, they've used it for several things. Yeah. Um, so it's it's great. Um, it was actually one of the Halloween movies was named Season of the Witch. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was the third one. So. Completely unrelated to the other Halloween movies, but it's a. I like the movie, anyways. Yeah. Um, 
great song, and we close out the playlist with some Metallica, more Metallica, um, this, this time with Creeping Death. Um, I mean, it's in the title, Creeping Death. Yeah. It's Metallica. <laughs> oh, it's a great closer. Yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. heavy, it's fast. Yeah, um, close out with a bang. Like, the playlist definitely starts off strong, and then it just, like, close. I mean, any playlist closing with Metallica and, like, the boom of their guitars, it's, like, nice and loud. Like, it's just perfect. So, um, great. Great, great song. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. It's it's Metallica. So um, overall, <laughs> overall, I think it's a solid playlist. I think uh, we outdid ourselves this year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I think uh, when you do one Halloween playlist, you're like, what am I gonna like? I don't know what to add, but like, you really like think about it. Like, like I said, I think our this playlist is just not very obvious. Like, it's just we pick stuff that kind of um resonates with us in the season and kind of has you know we have memories attached to them so i don't know i think it's pretty uh unique in that way absolutely uh the cover is quite fantastic if i do say so myself (laughs) as well um (laughs) completely unrelated to the i wasn't even trying to uh use it for the cover art but it worked Um, yeah no definitely and uh, let's see. Maybe maybe next year we'll do a part three. I don't know. I said I think we have some more songs in us. I think I think it could work. Because right now I'm thinking of songs that I'm like, why didn't I use this song? <laughs> you did. You also did send some over that didn't make it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think we 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 got to keep track of uh, those songs and. Next. Yeah, there's there's a couple that I'm like, oh, that would have been a good song to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just couldn't, you know, at the time I couldn't think of, uh, about it. But now I'm just going to write them down somewhere and we're going to come back for part three. Come back for part three. Um, Severin Sounds part three, we'll see. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll get it, give it a subtitle that time around. So Yeah. Um, anything else to add uh, on the playlist or uh, to discuss? Anything to discuss? Um, no, but I'm trying to think of the band. Um, let me see if I can get it right now. But um, there was a band by um Chino Moreno from Deftones. Um, oh man, what was the band? Um, they have a bunch of really cool, really creepy songs too. Um, that would have been really great for for this uh playlist. Um, but yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Sweet. If I find, I'll tell you. <laughs> you. You got a year. You got a year to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I got a year to figure that out. So, uh, oh, it's crosses, crosses. crosses. There, there you go. Crosses. Maybe you hear some crosses next year on the, the next playlist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some crosses and some deftones in the next playlist. Yeah, the next year's playlist. There you go. I'll, I'll see if I can find another creepy Michael Jackson song. Uh, <laughs> Use. actually there is one uh, i didn't use i almost did there's one that's blatantly obvious that would fit for a halloween playlist i'll tell you okay. after i'll tell you after um um but yes you can follow carla at uh, on twitter and uh, what's your twitter it's uh, carla and Enriquez. if you want to um you know keep up with the news and long beach and signal hill you can follow me there if you just want to add me because you know you want to fight me about my opinions you can follow me on instagram at Carlita Jones. There you go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at EthanMV95. 
Instagram is currently public. That may change. It's uh, Ethan MV. I, I go back and forth on that. But um, <laughs> um, yes, you can. As always, uh, we're gonna be talking about music probably until we run out of things. Uh, we run out of music to talk about. Um, we have. Uh, I know we mentioned doing a Nirvana breakdown uh, for yeah. Nevermind. Um, the 30th anniversary did pass, but we'll, we'll still talk about the album. Nirvana is still iconic. It's a timeless album, so why not? Yeah. We'll bring it up. Uh, yeah. I know we did want to talk about the Rolling Stones, uh, kind of 500 best songs or albums. I forget what it was. Yeah. Um, I think they updated it recently as well. Fantastic. Yeah, I think they did, actually. So, um, so uh, we'll yeah. have to figure that out. That one out. That one may take a few months to get through, but... Um, <laughs> we'll discuss it. We'll we'll discuss it off uh, off the air. And uh, until next time, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for uh, being on.